TJ Talks. And with our recording. All right. All right. Well, welcome to TJ Talks. Uh, trying to overcome some technical issues, and we'll get those worked out between now and our next show. But at least we can do a show today. <laughs> Improvising. That's our spirit. I know. I don't know what the deal is. i got to figure this out. Well, hey, good afternoon, Teresa. This is TJ Talks. I'm your host, Judd. And with me is Ter- Hi, Teresa. Hi. <laughs> hey. Wow, it's been busy. We, we actually recorded a show last week, except for because of the technical problems, we weren't able to get part of our recording to come through. So we just had to kind of throw that one away. So I guess this is a lion issue. I'll be sending an email off to uh, Ambrosia Software. Yeah, and I sounded really good. You're, you're sounding pretty good. It, you're a little, not as good as before, but still good. No, I'm just joking that last week I'm sure it was quite pithy and effervescent and now no one will ever hear that oh well that's probably true <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> actually we did we did have some weird skype dropouts last week anyway so that was another. well that was because i was so mobile i think i was literally traveling from one end of the los angeles basin to the other yeah I think that's what. yeah that could could well be so anyways we got a lot of things i guess to talk about because you missed everything that we talked about last week so we can kind of bring sure. some of that stuff up and kind of tie it all in. Um, rehash? Yeah, rehash. We had, well, we had talked about rehab for, uh, uh, or lack thereof, because, uh, you know, well, Amy Winehouse died, and, you know, of course she is a martyr, and uh, what else is she? She's like, the, you know, God's gift to music, and... Yeah, she's artist of the century, uh-huh. and it's such a tragic loss for all of us that she's no longer here, pouring us with her music. I mean, I just, I cannot stand the, the tributes to this woman. I, I just, I don't, it's a senseless death, and I'm not excited for her to die, but, please. No. I don't know any kind of great magical thing that she gave. I mean, I guess for the people who enjoyed her music, it's a tragedy. I mean, me personally, I only know the one song. Right. I mean, I don't know what kind of reach it is. I mean, there's other people I know that I'm not really fond of, but I know a lot more of their music. Yeah. So I guess that's why I'm like, well, really? Really? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so, so yes, what else is on the rehash, rehab list? I, you know, I, I wish I had a, had our list of stuff we talked about. <laughs> it's like, hey. Talk the tough thing, it's going to be fun, huh? Oh, I do. Actually, uh, we the space shuttle, we didn't get to talk about that. We should talk about that a little bit. And, there, and, yeah. there's, and movies. And this, oh, uh, yeah. and this new operating system that's uh, actually causing probably today's problems. So I'll have to... Could figure this out. That's probably right. a setting in for for me that I need to work on, but I ain't touching nothing at this point. So, uh, and then we're gonna have a our our topic of the day is about being on time. So that that's the the topic of the day. Um, Excellent. And, and and I guess you know, I mean, we we already had talked about the debt ceiling a couple of weeks ago, so. You know, this is kind of old news, and it's coming to a head. I thought this had been resolved a long time ago. And I don't think it's going to be fixed. Do you? I really don't. I think they're going to default. No. No. I think it's going to default because now, well, they're going to they're going to go past August 2nd, I bet. No. Because now there's this date being thrown out that maybe it's really August 10th that we have till we default. So uh, all I'm there's sa- stuff brewing. And there's a- if, if we default, Posturing. if we default on our debt, I, 
I think that I would not want to be a Boehner or any of the representatives who allow that to happen because I think that there'll be there'll be pitchforks and uh, torches on the biggest march on DC that you ever saw in your life. I hope so. I mean, I hope people are already outraged, and I guess we've shut down the websites and the phone lines and all that to all the congressmen thus far. I, I, I have yet to reach out to my congressman, so I guess I'm a slacker as far as my citizenship goes. But it, Well, let's, let's put that out there. Everybody, we're all going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to contact my representatives. I'm going to say, hey, fix this thing. Do not default on this debt, and if we do, and you and you voted to default or not to do, or not to do anything, then uh, then you're gonna, you know, pay the price. I got your back. Are you there? Uh huh. Okay, great. Sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. So uh, okay, yeah. so say that again. You're gonna put that out there that you're gonna contact your guy. Yeah, we're all we all need to contact our person, and uh, we'll uh, you know. Let them know that you vote to not have this debt ceiling and fix this so we don't default on our debts, then we're going to, you know, not renew your services. Simple as that. And uh, think about it. I mean, if you don't pay your credit card, believe me, the debt agencies are going to come after you, but you'll be a deadbeat as well. I just uh, had to send out uh, all sorts of things for some deadbeats that uh, I have to deal with. So I guess that's maybe I'm not, shouldn't use those terms, but I mean, uh, it's, you know, when, when you can't pay your bills because other people haven't paid you what they owe you, that's a problem that goes and it perpetuates, you know? Uh So, I mean, like, you know, if I don't get my paycheck from my, my boss, I can't pay my credit card bill. And then they can't pay their employees and they can't loan money and I can't pay the water bill or whatever it is, you know, the grocery store. I mean, it just, it's a, it's a cascading effect. Right. And it starts at the top. That is the ultimate trickle down economics right there, because when you can't pay, everybody gets trickled on. That's right. Or, you know, you want to talk about the job creators you don't want to hurt. Well, how about the job, how about the debt payers? (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. Because the job creators obviously don't need to worry about the money because they got money. It's the people who are living hand to mouth that do need the money. And if you don't make sure that they don't have they don't have the money, then guess what? Chances are the whole system's going to fall like a house of cards. Yeah, no, it's dire, and I don't. I I'm just hopeful they can come up with something, but it doesn't seem like either of the plans that are on the table now are really not realistic um, as far as being able to pass both houses and get signed off by the president. I don't even think Reed's plan is really what the president wants. I, but yeah, it's I better than right. nothing. I, I still think, though, I, I do agree with a somewhat of a balanced budget. you got to go with something pretty close to that or within uh, you know a certain percentage of a balanced budget. And uh, I think that we have to have a tax, a gas tax. Get, let us all, we'll all take it. You know, let's all pay this debt off as quick as possible. Let's do something crazy like that. You know, throw a buck a gallon on. I know that sounds a lot like shared sacrifice, and I don't think the people of America are going to sign up for that. <laughs> uh, well, I'm willing. Uh, you know, I I, yes, I think that's the problem is that you and I, and even people that are diametrically opposed to us politically or philosophically, would probably all agree that there's a little bit of 
commonality here. We all have to chip in and fix it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the two people, the two parties in Washington, can't even speak to one another about it is so disheartening. And it's not just this issue. I mean, they, they are partisan and divided on everything. But this is the issue that's going to bring us a complete collapse. And there's no middle ground that can be struck. And if everyone is so beholden to Grover Norquist and his no-taxing uh, pledge that they all signed, then that right there... They should well, all be... They should just be fired. I mean, really. Yes. I mean, yes. you have to fix the problem. Right. And I, don't and I don't. Are there oaths and pledges that Democrats have signed to somebody that I just haven't heard about? I I don't know. I think the. I'm not to raise taxes thing. If I was a voter who voted for someone to sign that, I'd want to take my vote back and say, wait a minute, I didn't vote for you to pledge to somebody else. I voted to you to do what I need done for me. I so, think I think it should actually be illegal for a congressman to take an oath other than the oath of office. Right. I, I mean, no, these stupid like. The, that they're signing about loyalty, marriage, and their bullshit relationship stuff. I mean, that's just insanity. It's crazy. You know, you shouldn't be able to do that. You shouldn't be able to tell somebody how, how their vote is cast. Then why bother uh, having a congressman? I don't need a representative. I just need to vote for, for one guy, the president. Let him make the decision. Yes. Yeah, I mean, why is, right. why is my yeah. representative... And that's not at all what we're based on and not at all what would work for us. And I understand that government does need to move slowly and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want them, I don't want government moving at a lightning fast pace and making crazy fast decisions. I understand they move slow for a reason. And I also understand that, unfortunately, I don't think we can realistically have a better balanced budget. I just think that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Yeah. It and the way out of this recession thus far is to spend. And I really think, and I know that sounds crazy and counterintuitive, but I don't think they spent enough to get us out. Well, I don't know. But, but I do know that uh, we need to pay it off. Just like, right. you know, I mean, what? how would you pay off your credit card? You'd get more money, you'd figure out a way to generate more income, and you'd put it down on the credit card. That's how you pay it right. off. You don't pay it yeah. off by any other way. Right, right, right. You know, I mean, it's pretty simple. So by this time next week, it'll be what the third or fourth when we speak again. So yeah, I, well, yeah, we won't be well, we won't be speaking podcast wise on the fourth. <laughs> what's on the fourth? Oh, that is D Day for me. Oh, what's that? <laughs> it's my birthday. Oh, your birthday! That's <laughs> right. What? You don't want podcast on your birthday? I'm, a, I'm partying in Orlando. <laughs> I don't know. They might close my birthday down. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Well, let's talk about something else, right? Yeah. We'll let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about the last space shuttle. Okay. I think that we should talk about the space shuttle because, uh, you know, last week, the last space shuttle ever took off, or not took off, came back from space. And right. then, of course, before that, the space shuttle went off. Um, and so I, I saw the, saw it take off. I, uh, didn't watch it land. I heard it land and I was right there at the Cape. And, uh, we talked about it last week, but 
we didn't get it recorded, so let's just kind of rehash what we talked about a little bit. Um, the thing is, is that it's over. America is now, like, number two. Yeah. And uh, that's, yeah. that's messed up. Well, and I, I believe that the tragic thing about that is we still have our astronauts up at the space station. So now they've got to thumb a ride home with the Russians, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I just wish that people would be out. Whatever. Yeah, I just wish people would be outraged. They would go, "My God, how can we let this happen?" And uh, that's, I think, the the thing is that that where's the outrage? But now, because we've already moved on to, uh, you know, debt ceilings and things like that, and what, how do you get directed back to space? Well, it's interesting that you say there's no outrage because. F- Everyone that I've spoken to, and I'm sure you, well, where you are is centrally located to the heart of the issue. So, of course, people are going to have an opinion about it there. But here, it's like, yeah, it really is a shame. Why, why aren't we doing anything about this? And everyone's kind of head scratching, but nobody's really, like, concerned with it. So, and I think it's terrible. I think we should be having this. A, it's an industry that we could, you know, gain great things from, as in Velcro and Tang. Right. So, I think Absolutely. those positive out of the space industry Mm -hmm. uh it would be some jobs for a few people yes it's it is a monumental expense but i think that is something i'd rather expend money on than some of the other programs that we're running or i don't know Mm -hmm. and it was a way for us to show some global leadership and and our knowledge of you know engineering and space it's just something that we've always been innovative and a leader in and now we're not going to do that yeah it is pretty crazy but i mean we really have to press you know what's the what's the really the benefit of space i guess that's the thing is it just some pipe dream that a couple of really you know geeky tech people just want to go to space or is there really a a return on investment benefit and uh, we know that there is i mean we know it's not just tang and it isn't just velcro (laughs) which are two amazing attributes so i still cannot uh, applaud them enough. <laughs> right. Yeah, NASA worked hard on both creating both of those products for the space program. <laughs> yeah. And and if you you can now attach that to a Wikipedia entry that we said it, so that makes it now a fact, right? It's a fact. It's and I get it. We yeah. didn't develop NASA didn't develop Tang. I know with somebody at Procter and Gamble or General yeah. Motors. But but you know what I'm saying. It was part of the mystique of the astronauts that they drank it on the on the sure. Apollo capsule or Absolutely. whatever. So. In that regard, I think I like that. The, but, they yeah. do get the attribute uh, attributed to these things. Um, yeah, yeah. But then there's all the great things that they've really created, like uh, you know, extreme medical sciences, like being right. you know, the things that they've created for telescopes and X-rays and looking out in space. They now use those for looking in the human body. Well, how about the fact that we can speak on Skype, satellite-driven communications mm. that would have never happened? So, yeah, it's, it is. It's a waste of resources to not spend some money here and try to stay innovative. Yeah. Is it is manned spaceflight important? Well, if you want to maintain a, a uh, you know a microgravity space station, absolutely. And we need right. to, and we can't rely on anybody else. The Europeans, the Russians, the Chinese, whatever. It, it you know, space is an American enterprise, and unfortunately. uh, domestic partners without a profit motive really don't have a reason to go. And that's part of the reason why our government really needs to fund it to take the profit motive out of science and 
bring it into the hands of the people, and then that way everybody can benefit. So right. That's well. I think that's the problem, though, is that now we're so uh, determined that everything's got to be market driven, and you know, somebody in the private sector is going to come up with the next space thing. And unfortunately, when we do that, then we make we take it out of the government's hand, and, and they can't. They can't do the program that they did when they started NASA. Here's the deal. As soon as the government wants to take a ride on some civilian spacecraft, what they do is they go, oh, here's your requirements. And then you know what the contractor does? They go, oh, here's your cost. (laughs) Right. So, you know, maybe it costs them, let's say, a million dollars to launch it. But because the government shows up and wants it done their way, you know, triple the cost. Right. Right. So, which is all the inflated bloat of government, too, which is never good. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's so, so many good and bad arguments about it. It's, it's really hard to say. But it is a tragedy. We need to do something about it. I'm surprised, like you said, more people aren't up in arms about it. It just seems like a waste. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's pretty good with the, the shuttle. Okay. Okay. Try talking right now just so I can see if this is working. Testing. Testing. One, two, yeah, three. Yeah, now it's great. Testing. Okay. 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 So, anyways, uh, we were talking. We were we were talking about movies, right? (laughs) And I was talking about Harry Potter, horrible bosses, and Captain America, and how it's kind of hard to spoil the movies that are basically we know what's going to happen. Good guys win, bad guys lose. That's the way it goes. As it should be. As it should be. Right. So, anyways. but were they good or not? That's really the question. Well, A, I have to know, did you cry at Harry Potter? No. What? All right, no. whatever. Well, what are you, some sort of robot or something? Well, How do you who, not cry who, at that? Who cried at Harry Potter? Everybody cries at Harry Potter. I mean, I didn't because I haven't seen any of them and I haven't seen this last one, but I understand that a lot of people are tearing up at least. Really? A, because the story's very moving, and B, because it's the last one we're going to see. They're not going to make any more of these. So, you know, there's a little bittersweetness to that whole endeavor. Uh, you know, I don't think that's what causes um, that emotional outburst for me. It's, okay. I think there certain emotional things have to happen, and I don't think that I felt that from the storyline. Okay. For me. So, I mean, right. I, I'd like but, to know where what were the choke-up scenes. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, when, for me, choke-up scenes are like in Toy Story 3, where... The kid gives his toys away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that for me, that's a choke-up scene. But not, I mean, I can't, so Harry Potter gets killed or, you know, gets hit by the wand. But I, I guess maybe because I knew so much of what was going to happen, it was just like everything was expected. There was nothing to not expect. Okay. All right. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So, but, so as a general rule, will you cry in movies or no? Uh, it depends on the movie. Okay. It depends on the movie. It has to be... Has to be like, you know, hmm. uh, you know, just one of those. Th- I don't know. It has to have that that connection for me, like right? Patriot, uh, patriotic movies type things will get yeah, me. that that, that gets me. gets me. Yeah. Kid, kids type things when you know they're like the 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 down and out, and then all of a sudden they went like kind of a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory type thing, right? Right. So yeah, that, that's always good. Yeah. 
So. All right. Well, well, the movie I saw wasn't quite as emotionally moving, but it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get to see that Horrible Bosses with cool. Justin Bateman and Jason Sudeikis and then another fellow who I wasn't even really very familiar with. It was funny. Um, I, it, it is exactly what you expect for a summertime movie, you know, buddy film kind of thing. But it was clever, and the characters... Colin Farrell plays an evil boss, and Kevin Spacey, whom I adore, plays an evil boss, so he was great at it. And then, surprisingly, Jennifer Aniston plays an evil boss, really? which is sort of hard to envision, and she does it very, very well. So, yeah, yeah. it was a good it was a good afternoon, uh, summertime flick. So oh, good. good. Yeah. We got to go to the movies. The boys went and saw uh, Transformers, and then Haven't JP seen... and I went and saw The Horrible Bosses. Okay. So it was a good day at the movies for us. Oh, good. I haven't seen Transformers 3 yet, but that's playing in IMAX down here at Kennedy Space Center because they recorded it or uh, did some filming here locally at Kennedy Space Center. Oh, fun. All right. Yeah, that'd be a good place to see it. Now, did you see Potter at IMAX or no? No. Oh, you know, that reminds me. I saw that in D-Box. Okay, D-Box. That's what it's called. All right. Which is this uh, basically shaking chairs that are supposed to move. With the theater. I, I'd much rather see a movie in IMAX. If your choice is IMAX or D-Box, you just go see the IMAX theater movie. Better sound, better screen, better everything. And then the D-Box chair moves like when there's action. Yeah, or, it's like, you know. <laughs> Are there built-in speakers or something that make no, it more intense? No, no, I didn't think so. It, it just was just... That sounds pretty hokey. How much is a D-Box chair? Uh, 20 bucks a seat. Wow, okay. Now, so I had a deal. I mean, I didn't pay full price, but still, I would never pay full price now that I've done it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's that worth it. It'd be different if you're on a motion ride or a simulator experience or something, but for a movie, I don't get that. And especially if I'm trying to eat popcorn or hold my soda in my lap and my chair's going to be moving, I don't think that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how much more can they do, to, I guess, to get the person in the theater and sell it to them for the most maximum price? I mean, 20 bucks, I mean, that's like concert, starting to get close to concert ticket prices. Yeah, that's theatrical event pricing right there. That's not just movies. So, interesting. Yeah. We don't have those here. I haven't seen them anywhere. Yeah. But one thing we have here now is we have a full service, and we have yet to go. We're going to try to plan a date night and do this. A full service restaurant movie theater experience. Yeah, AMC is doing that here. Oh, you have it there too. Okay, so we should try that one night and see... If, you know, what, if it's really that good. I don't know that I want to eat prime rib and watch a movie, but maybe I do. I just don't know it. I, you know, I will tell you, I don't know that I want to. I think that it, I, I go to a movie. I want to see a movie. I'm there. Yeah, I don't want to be distracted, right? You yeah. Know, you know, the smells of food, the the sounds of clicking plates and, you know, and then. Right. You know, is that what you want? You know, I don't think so. It's bad enough people are throwing popcorn at you and playing with their phone and everything yes. else in the movie. And you know what? I'm as much of a phone person as I am, and I'll play with my phone until the darn credits, or not the credits, but the previews come on. But as right. soon as that, the phone goes off. It's in my pocket. I want silence. Yes, yeah, silence and no light distraction no or light any of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and when people do, it almost tempts me to pull my phone out and turn it into the LED mode on the back and go, who's making that fucking noise? <laughs> yeah, it's very annoying. And it, it's 
Like clockwork, I don't know that I've been to a movie in a long time where a phone has not disrupted the movie at least once, if not multiple times. You, you know, you think it's only going to be little kids, you know, the teenagers doing Teenagers, it. right. But, but that's no. Not, no, it's adults. No! It's, it's normal. We, went, yeah. we saw the King's Speech last year uh-huh. in a theater full of octogenarians, and every single one of those 80-year-olds' phone went off, and they've got the jitterbug phone with the giant screens <laughs> and the... And the huge loud ringers, because they can't hear it, was very funny. And I thought, you know... Hey, hey, Morton! (laughs) Who's this calling? Can you see on my screen? (laughs) (laughs) And I know in a relatively short period of time I'm going to be one of those geezers, but Uh I don't know. I'm going to try to be more sensitive about my cell phone, at least. Yeah. Hey, well, I mean, I I think we kind of really talked about these movies. Harry Potter and then... uh, uh, Captain America. I think Captain America is a great movie. If you get a chance, see it. I, it's top on my list right now. So. It's the only superhero movie I probably will see. Really? So yes, I will probably see it. None uh, of the rest of them I care about. It, so this I will see. And, and let me tell you, one thing about it is it's it is cartoony. Okay. So don't expect it to be like not comic book esque. Okay. They're not trying to make it some dr- dramatic story. It is really a comic story. It's no Dark Knight, Batman, Oscar award-winning movie. No, I think that they, okay. they did it exactly the way it's supposed to be. And it really okay. built... I mean, you'll see. When you see it, you'll All be right. like, oh, this is cool. All right. So, well, good. But, uh, Love it. Yeah. So I, the answer is 42. That's what I was told. Right? You're familiar with that term? No. No? Because you're going to turn 42 this year, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Well, I think his name's Douglas Adams, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, gosh, okay, yes. Not that you probably know, but... The, I haven't read it. I've it, only heard it 25 times referenced this year. I guess I need to read it. I know, and I've never read it, but I saw the movie. Okay. Which, you know, has my lady, uh, my my movie star crush. Oh, your celebrity crush, celebrity, yes. Celebrity so crush, you know. thank you. Yes. yes, yes. She's in that movie, but the answer is 42. Oh, all right. See, and I'm turning 42 this next week, along so with... how few, we're going to get... Yes. So, and, and you're supposed to know the answer to life, the universe, and everything. And we're going to learn that at 42. That's what that's what Douglas Adams says is that it's 42. So, interesting. I, uh, I posted that on Facebook the other day, and I put the uh, "Let me Google that for you" link on. Yes, there. I saw that. Okay, I didn't know what that was all about. I was teasing you last week that I didn't know what any of your Facebook postings were about. Yes. Recently, and that was a little bit of you know an exaggeration, but uh-huh. I didn't know what DBox was. I didn't know what. Um, mm-hmm. And then I finally realized one of them you put on there about inking your your telescope. I'm like, okay, so then somebody's going to end up with an ink spot around their eye. Uh-huh. So yes. Oh, yeah. So I was picking it up slowly. I don't know what happened to me last weekend. I was a little dense. They they do that to phones and periscopes and sure. all sorts okay. of things that you pick up and grab. And uh, talk about it at work. It's at work, my, my, my office, it's me and another submariner. We're both mm-hmm. uh, former submariners. And uh, so I asked someone to make up a set of the submarine insignia to put on our door. And I put it on the door, and I got grief from one of the other retirees who's not a submariner. Because I think that we've kind of cl- exclusively clubbed ourselves. Right, right. Well, you're the, part of a that, clique, that, yeah. It's more exclusive that, you're, that we're submariners is kind of what I think people think. But that's not really what we're trying to say. I mean, It'd I, be like saying you're in the Army or you're an Army Ranger. There's a little difference. yeah. But, I mean, these guys worked on the same kinds, similar kinds of things. But, I mean, I think 
it's okay to be proud of what you did, and especially yes. this. So right. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, you know, what, yes. you know, because there's jealous. there's plenty. Yeah, there there's some jealousy. It's jealousy, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure so, it is. How was, funny. So I mean, but then my other friend who's down the hall that works with us, and I gave it to him. I said, well, because we got two of them, and uh, so he has one, and they're they're not putting it up on the wall in the office, but he's putting it up on his cube. Okay. So, I mean, well, it's the same sort of thing. I said, well, well what's, yeah. you know, what's the difference? You know, I just, you know, they, they have a big thing outside when you walk in the foyer of the building with every with everybody's picture who has at least 10 years working at Lockheed. Okay. And it also says what their experience is, military okay. and, uh, you know, contractor. And so, I mean, they, they, they build upon that, how many years of experience that this body of people have to support the mission that we're doing. And so I'm like, well, it, it go out on the hallway and look, it's there. I'm just putting it on my door too. Right. Exactly. You yes. Know, it's just another yeah, credential. Very explained. Yeah. Proud. Yeah. So, you know, you guys want to tell me to take it off. I'll take it off. But you know, I'm going to make sure that, uh, you know what you've done. <laughs> right. Exactly. When, when that happens. That's funny. It's like if you worked at TGI Fridays and you weren't allowed to have your own flair. Yeah. <laughs> On your vest or whatever, yes. Yeah, it's so funny. When I first showed up to the to work for this organization, they told me this, that I didn't have nothing at my desk, no personal items or anything. And the manager at the time came by and said, where's all your personal stuff? I'm like, oh. I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, this is your space. You need to deck it up and make it yours. You need to bring in some pictures and your military things and do the things to make this your place. Nice. So yeah, that was kind of cool, you know. So you go like running, and we put up. I put up my running numbers on occasion, and yeah. things like that in the office. So. You need that stuff when you're at work like that. I mean, you need some connection to your outside life when you're stuck. Yeah. That way, and, and yeah. then of course, people come to visit you, and then they can kind of look around your cube and get an idea who is. The, you know, there's a person that actually works here, not just someone who has a laptop that sits in the spot for eight hours a day and goes home, and they're just really. There's no personality here. Exactly. Yeah. Just the gray person, gray blob in the cube. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways. All right. Um, how's Toastmasters going? You are. You know the- what? Yeah. Yeah, it's going pretty well. I had lunch today with a gentleman who's uh, been very kind as far as kind of mentoring me and some stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about trying to formulate a speechcraft event for the club or working on some contest stuff. So, yeah, so things are going well. It, it was a little bit overwhelming at first, but uh, I think it's going to be fine. Cool, cool. Yes. So you have a lot of busy weekends coming up? Well, I, I do. TLI is on Saturday, so it'll be a nice full day at the seminar there. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've never been to one, so where, it should be good. Where is your TLI? There's a college campus in Riverside, uh, Cal Baptist. It's, it's a small private school. Oh, uh-huh. So they, they rent out that facility there uh-huh. in several auditoriums, I guess, and do it in there. So, yeah, so it should be good. Oh, yeah. You know, hey. There's a lunch involved, so you can't go wrong when there's food. No, no. I've, what is it? A couple bucks, five bucks, ten bucks? It was ten bucks, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, and supposedly great information, and I have to go for my training. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to the day. So, are you officially trained as an area governor as well as? Yes, I've mm-hmm. taken all that on, and then this Saturday will be my president club president training. So, mm-hmm. I'll be officially trained. I've, I've got to go to do mine here soon. 
See? I don't even know when it is. <laughs> I have an email. Oh, no. I have an email. You better find out. Yeah, I know. They do a lot of emails. So, but, yes, the paperwork part of it has been interesting. But, but I, yeah. I have to get our, I think our new books are supposed to come, too, for the presidents and all that. You know, the man, the stack of manuals for our Right, people. and I'm wondering if they're waiting on all those things because of the rebranding. That could be. That's yeah, interesting. You see, you're kind of get to see what it was like before, yes. just for a short time, and now you're going to go walk into a whole rebranding thing, which is for everybody a brand new thing, not just yes. you know, not just yeah. You. So we'll all be starting at that at the same level, which is actually good for me. So. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I'm kind of waiting because I I just um, I, I'm ready to do, work on an ATM uh, gold. Uh-huh. I'm going to finish ATM yeah. gold this year, but okay. I need, I'm waiting for rebranding to buy my new advanced manuals. Ah, right. But right, I wonder how long. Have all the current stuff. Yeah, I wonder if they've already started printing it and have a lot of stuff ready in the, you know, in the queue. So waiting in the shoot. Yes, I would assume so, and I think that's the deal: is that they've got all this stuff ready to go, and they're keeping it all under wraps until they have this grand unveiling. So, yeah, Toastmasters they uh, they've got some good programs, and they're getting even more better, more better at more better <laughs> at more better. teaching us how to how to speak well. But, yeah. Spoke well, whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, well, you know, we'll have to put in a podcast on my Toastcast and episode. And all. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we should do that. Yes. So, because uh, it, it does get a lot of hits every month, all the time. All right. So, okay. we should throw a new, new thing in, out there, and I think that would be good. And you could talk about you know, some perspectives. Right. No, I think that'd be great. I think that'd be a good exposure, too. So, mm-hmm. yep. Very cool. Well, what do you think? I think we have lots of good stuff for this week's podcast, and I'm and yeah. in an effort to remain on time with our day, we'll push off our topic of being on time till next week. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> next week, procrastination. <laughs> I love it. Uh, did you hear that? No. 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 My my computer just told me in my headset it's seventeen hours. Oh, that's funny. Well, very timely then, isn't it? It is. All right. Well, for TJ Talks, I'm Judd. And I'm Teresa. And we will talk to you later. Talk to you later. All right. Even more better, more better at it. <laughs>